Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the CMK Podcast. My name is Michaela, which stands for M. My name is Siani, stands for C. My name is Makaya, K stands for Kaya. And today on this podcast, we'll be talking about the famous movie Boys in the Hood, directed by John Singleton in 1991 on July 2nd. This movie is about one hour long and 52 minutes. So today we'll just be talking about Today we will just be talking about our reactions to the movie, how it made us feel, etc. So, what was y'all first time like watching the movie? Like, how do y'all remember it? I was ten. I remember being bored and not understanding why my parents didn't like Disney Channel, so I fell asleep. Um, I was younger. I don't really remember what age I was, but um, I remember that I was younger, and it was probably like on BT or VH1. It didn't have the graphic scenes. It was like the uncut version. Yeah, mine's is similar to, like, Siani's and Makaya. Mine's was more, like, I was watching on VH1 because I don't know why I didn't watch, like, the uncut version. But I was watching on VH1, and I, it wasn't really, like, raw, so I wasn't understanding it. And then, like, also I was real young, so it was just, like, went out of one ear and out the other. But also, how do y'all, like, how many, um, y'all watch the movie over again, right? Yes. So, um, how do y'all feel like the movie connects now, and like how do y'all feel about the movie now? Now I can see that the movie connects a lot with the things that happened within my family over the years, like my cousins being in the streets, getting killed due to gun violence, and like being into violent activity and stuff. So I can kind of relate a lot with the movie, especially within society today, with a lot of our black males being killed and stuff from being in the streets. Um, I agree with what Kaya say, um, said. It's, um, I really connect to, I, after watching it, I connect to it from our, from our outside, um, from our outside lives and stuff like that, what we see going around in our community, it really relates to what is going on now. Mine's is similar to the two as well. I feel like now, since I've, under, I've understood the movie, I feel like it do connect to society still. Like, your environment is just who you are as a person. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, the character Ricky, which was played by Morris Chestnut, it doesn't matter, like, what you're trying to do. If you're still in a, stuck in the same environment, it's no good outcome out of it. Like, if you're still around people that's in the streets, you could get mixed up in it. So, how do y'all, what was y'all favorite movie in the, uh, I mean, what was y'all favorite scene in the movie? My favorite scene in the movie mostly was when um, the movie first started, and it was a quote where it was like, uh, actually, Michaela, you go first, so I can find my Okay, so while Makaya find her quote, my favorite scene in the movie was basically just, um, when I was in the beginning, when I saw the little kids, like, uh, like it would just be a random day or whatever, and they would always just go find a body. Like, even when Ricky, I mean, even when Trey wasn't living with his um, father in the beginning, they went to go find a dead body or where people were shooting at. And then when he went to his father's house again, I mean, when he went to his father's house, it was the same stuff. Like, he... Um, him and the, um him him and his friends want to go see him and his friends want to go see a dead body as well. So it just goes to show like their environment like from the start wasn't good. Like where they grew up at and they just seeing dead bodies at a young age. It's not it's like terrifying. Like it's something that people shouldn't be seeing at their age. Another um 
well, my first favorite scene was when it first started and it gave it like John Singleton and everybody was able to insert effect into the first part before the movie even started. And the quote was, one out of every 21 black American males will be murdered in their lifetime. And that connects back to society because it's like increasing. It's black males are getting shot and killed or like not even from black on black crimes from police brutality and stuff like that black males are getting killed more and more and more every single day another scene that i could kind of relate to was when um ricky had got shot and then they all went into the house while he was bleeding and stuff because i have experienced it and like it's not a good feeling so just being able to see them putting that into a movie was good for me um, my favorite scene in the movies was in the movie was when um, uh, Furious uh, Trey's father was ex- uh, took Trey and Ricky to Compton to explain them about uh, gentrification, everything like that, and how um, people come into um, these communities and body homes and then rebuild them and make them look nice again for people to buy them and raise up the taxes and move black people out of their own their home their own homes and um i feel like that's like what i said connects back to what we live in today and the society that we live in today because they doing it all around our community today just uh, moving people out building homes making them nice again and moving us out further from away from where the nice stuff is to connect that to with siani i don't like I, the gentrification is, is really sad because white people are moving in and they they expect black people to be like, oh, y'all should be happy that y'all um, city is not uh, infected or like stupid stuff like that instead of understanding how our culture is and how we grow up and how we will want to be able to come into a neighborhood where we grew up and still see and remember and be able to, you know, go back and see how we, like, our neighborhood that we grew up in instead of going there and see it all gentrified where it's, like, how white people want to live, how it is now. It's not how we known to be growing up, and they don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with both. Um Yeah, I just agree. So how do y'all think, like, not just... Um, how the movie was on society, but just like when the movie came out, how do y'all think people reacted to it? Like we got um, well-known actors throughout the movie, such as Cuba Gooding Jr., um, Ice Cube, Morris Chestnut, Nia Long, and also a very famous director produ- um, made this movie as well, hit, um, John Singleton. So how do y'all think like it affected like Hollywood? I think everybody know John Singleton for uh, his reputation and directing movies and stuff like that. I think that just gave him a boost. I also think people engaged into the movie because of the actors like Neil Long and Ice Cube and others that they could relate to. I think um, most people grabbed into it because of the actors knowing that they were of in the black community and knowing that, like forming some sense of brother, how brothers, black brothers or black friends become brothers in the hood, like how that a sense of brothership is in I feel like um, people who uh, first reaction to the movie was probably like uh, um, 
they've seen this before, but they can connect to it and stuff like that because it was in the 90s and like a lot of this uh, like gang violence and drugs and stuff like that people can really relate to because that's like when the peak of it was in the 90s and I feel like um, people who probably didn't live in the hood probably got like insight of what was going on in the hood at this time. Yes, I also agree. I feel like um, this movie was made in 1991 so like that was like the beginning of the 90s when everything was just happening so movies like Juice and um, New Jack City that was made in the 90s. It was just a lot going on at the time. So a lot of people, you know, jumped on the, like, directors jumped on the bandwagon of a gun violence movie or, like, a gang-affiliated drug movie. But John Singleton, he put it different. Like, he didn't just always focus on, like, gun violence. Right. It was more like how you just look at... Um, yeah, like your community. Like it wasn't just about having a, being a drug lord or stuff like that. Like it was basically on like your community and how you deal with people. Like and he also yeah, and he also like looked at it into like the single mom view as well. Like how she treated Doughboy, which was Ice Cube, and Ricky, which was Morris Chestnut. Like he she treated them both because I mean both different because not only did they have different fathers, but they were on different paths. Like. Um, Doughboy, he was in the streets. And Ricky, he even though he was around people that was in the streets, because he was basically not forced, but, you know, forced. Like, you go outside, you see people in the streets or whatever, you want to make friends. So he, um, even though he was in the streets, he still wanted to make something for himself, like be... Um, be a football player so he um the mom felt like he was the golden child and stuff like that so john singleton definitely like made the story more than just what it what like what stories was at the time like movies so also how do y'all feel about the difference between doughboy and ricky like how do y'all feel about the two characters i feel that um the way that they were treated was by their mother was really messed up how Doughboy, even though they had two different fathers, which shouldn't mean anything how they should, they should be treated, how she um, made Doughboy feel like he was nothing and worthless and stuff like that. In the movie, she would say, uh, you never going to be nothing or nothing like that. And then she'll treat this um, Ricky like, um, you going to be amazing. You're doing all this for us because he was playing football and stuff like that. It was like a ticket for her to get out the hood. And how... Um, she would like uh, when Doughboy got locked up for um, for stealing in the beginning of the movie when he was younger. It was not like she just. It was like she didn't care. Like she knew it was going to happen. But when Ricky like had the baby, she was like when Ricky had his baby earlier, in, like later in life when he was like a teenager. She was like really supportive and stuff like that because he had a way out of the hood and Doughboy really didn't. I agree with Siani. I feel like. You know, she was on Dope Boy because he was in and out of jail, but Ricky had, like, a baby at a young age that could have messed up his life, but she was still trying to motivate him and stuff like that, like, oh, you still going to be stuff? And she basically was taking care of that baby. Like, Ricky wasn't... You really didn't see, like, scenes where Ricky was taking care of the baby 24-7. Like, it was the baby mom, which it was his girlfriend, and the mom that was taking care of the baby, so... And wanted him to focus getting out yeah so it was more like a selfish thing and just the way that she talked to Doughboy like she would just tell him at a young age like you ain't gonna be nothing you ain't gonna amount to nothing then when Ricky like which was the plot of the um, movie when Ricky got shot 
she blamed old boy and it was like if anything he was he wasn't even there at the moment she just automatically blamed him which was just make you feel like nothing like Right, I agree with Michaela expressing on that last part. But I also feel like the reason of Dope Boy, how he became or a key factor of who he turned in to be was because of how his mother treated him. She didn't treat him as, with as much support as she treated Ricky. So he became something else other than Ricky because he felt he had no other way because that's how his mom made him feel. Um, like when she, like she said, her, his mom instantly believed that um, dope boy was around that's like um, I thought that was really 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 messed up okay lastly we will just be talking about like the plot of the movie which was basically the death of dope boy I mean, sorry the death of Ricky um, how did y'all feel about the plot like when Ricky died what was your reaction to it what did you think like I felt like it was like a letdown because he was like so close, like he like made his like he passed the AC the SCT whatever test that he was taking, he passed it. He had um was getting like into he had a scholarship to go to college and everything like that. Like he was uh getting so close to get out the hood and then soon as the gun violence and stuff happened, the drug violence I mean the uh gang violence and all that caught up to him and it just ended like a precious life. Yeah, I agree with Siani. I feel like it was just very, like, emotional because he did have a lot going on for him, and everybody did look to him to for, like, a way out, like, a certain way, way out. Even though Ricky was his best, I mean, Ricky's best friend, Trey, even though he had, like, his own path, he didn't kind of look to Ricky for things, but, like, his family definitely depended on him and stuff. So I felt like the... A part of the movie, it was more of just, like, letting others know, like, just, you got to, like, look at your surroundings a certain way because um, even though the people that shot him was, they saw them people, like, before at the um, event that they was at and Doughboy, like, tried to, you know, pull a pistol out, I mean, pull a gun out on him pull a gun out on him or whatever, but, like, it wasn't him. Like, it wasn't Ricky that was doing all of that. It was Doughboy more, but it's just, like, whoever you associate yourself with, you will be held accountable for their actions nine times out of ten because people don't look at it that way. They, they don't look at it like, oh, I'm going to shoot him because he did it or, like, whoever you around, I got to shoot them so you just feel like, uh, you know, certain type of levels or whatever. So, yeah, I feel like um, the plot of the movie, it was, I mean, yeah, the plot of Ricky Death or whatever, it was just more like you got to get out the hood or you just got to learn your surroundings more because it'll just affect you as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that a lot. I think that um, you are who you surround Not mostly that you are who you surround yourself with, but who you surround yourself with can get you into a lot of trouble even if what going on has nothing to do with you you do have to watch who you surround yourself with i think that um his death was a real real big shock like it was unexpected and then right after it it became emotional to me afterwards when you i seen that he passed the act yeah i think that was also also like emotional to me as well because it's just like he had stuff going for himself but it's just like you force, like, when, especially if it's your family and stuff like that, you basically force to just deal with the, not consequences, but just deal with the environment. So, that would be all for this podcast. I'm so, that would be all for this podcast.
sorry about that. Once again, this that will be all for this podcast. Um, my name is Michaela. My name is Tiani. My name is Makaya. And we are in and out. Good job. Good job. Good job. Part three, part three, Yo, we done. Shamir.